going to be a little different from last weekend when I talked so heavily about life and thank God for mothers. But to God be the glory. We hear that a lot. Sports athletes do that. Glory to God. Pretty interesting how and when Jesus said that his glory was now accomplished. Jesus and his disciples are at the Last Supper again. Um, we go back to that time. Now is the Son of Man glorified. And God glorified in him. How? When? Well, when Judas left the building, it's when God, Jesus, was glorified. Why? Because in motion now was the glory of Jesus, the cross. It could have been stopped, but it wasn't going to be. Not by Jesus, not by God. It took three years to get to this moment in his ministry. We often hear that it wasn't his time. Well, now it was his time. And when Judas left, that sent into motion the glory of God, the cross. No turning back. A cross was his glory, and a human villain was the one handing Jesus his glory. Isn't that funny how uh, God used Judas to give him his glory? Judas refused the light, and he made a choice to go out into the darkness. He preferred darkness to light. We hear Jesus say that in the glory. Many will prefer darkness to the light. Jesus' farewell address transmits his love for others, and we're to do that too. Because by that love, he will be, we will be like God too, and reveal God's love to the world. That's what God did for, through Jesus. Now we do it. Love is not necessarily an, a feeling or a sentiment. It's an action. Love is an action that Jesus talks about. An action that gives dignity to everybody. Even people we don't like. We love. We love them. Because they are human beings too. We want all human beings to go through to the heavenly kingdom. Sometimes we re need to remind ourselves of our church history, too. And we can only do that in the scriptures during the Easter season when we listen to the Acts of the Apostles. I just want to talk about that a little bit today because it sets the stage for the rest of the year, rest of ordinary time. We hear Paul so often in the uh, scriptures. The only time we really get to hear it is during the Easter season, instead of our Old Testament reading. We hear how God interacts with the, the apostles. They're like us. They had to discern a lot of things in their uh, ministry. But sometimes God gave them a helping hand, speaking directly to them, Jesus, through Paul. They have to discern important matters, and God does that for them and for us, too. And uh, we are the beneficiaries of that. We get to uh, take the guesswork out of so many things. That's what scripture's for. We don't have to guess what God's intentions are. We can know. The Acts of the Apostles is written by Luke. In short order, Paul becomes the primary uh, star of that show through his missionary journeys. And we hear about his first missionary journey today in the Acts of the Apostles. The book of Acts tells us about that time Paul went out the church was being persecuted. Well, he started it. He started it. He, he, was, at, he was present at the, uh, 
the stoning of our first church martyr, um, Stephen. Paul was there. He was a zealot for God, basically, not a zealot uh, that uh, we hear about in Scripture, but he was zealous. He was, a, he was a Pharisee's Pharisee. He kind of admits that in his letters. We know more about Paul than any of the other disciples, mostly because of his letters and because of what Luke has given us when he wrote the Acts of the Apostles. Paul or par, Paul's followers are responsible for almost half the New Testament. He's a, an extremely important figure in the church, and it's important for us to know a little bit about Paul. Maybe some of you know this, what I'm talking about. I know many of you don't. It's so important. Um, but God wanted to save Paul because if he was uh, attacking the church and being as uh, zealous for God as he was, Lord knows what he could do when he met the real Savior of the world in Jesus. If Paul did that, God knew just by his... Uh, um, his, his knowledge of um, what's happening in the future, what in the world Paul could do, and we see it. We see it in the Acts, we see it in his letters. And by Paul's words, no one did more or suffered more for the gospel than he did. And church history had proved that out. Today we see that Paul was on that first missionary journey. The Jewish people had largely rejected Paul and his message, so he was taking it to the cities of the known world to Turkey, to Greece, to Rome. That's what Paul's seedbed was planting there. He'd appoint pastors. He took an interest in all of these churches. Paul had a compassionate heart. But he didn't pull his punches either. Paul was not a Christian like we would think of a Christian. Um, he would not have understood that meaning. Paul was like Jesus. He lived his whole life as a Jewish male who believed Jesus risen from the dead, Jesus to be the Messiah. It's all that the apostles were like that. It was the second generation that became the Christians. He was a Jew that believed in Jesus, the Messiah. The first part of Paul's evangelical career was to convince the Jews that the Messiah had come, but it wasn't going well, so he put the message out to the Gentiles. And the Messiah was better than the law, and he talked about it, the prophets. He's better than Moses. With Jesus, he had a, we had a Savior that was risen from the dead, far beyond anything Judaism was about. So with his Jewish faith, that was second to none, as he says, he became a Jew who believed in Christ, that would, and he would go anywhere and do anything and suffer for the gospel any time. The God of Judaism showed his lordship over all creation by raising Christ from the dead. That is the message that Paul took to Asia, took to Europe. In Christ we are newly ordered. That's the message he brought to the Gentiles and anyone to whom he would listen. He lived among the people, got to know them, and then what he says... He made the gospel simple. I preached Christ crucified and him risen from the dead. Christ crucified, him risen from the dead. That was Paul's message, plain and simple over all creation. He did that. Paul's message was simple. He, it's probably why we are here 
is the seedbed he planted in all of the churches, all in Europe. We needed him so much. He was a gift from God, and that's why we listen to Paul. If you haven't read Paul's letter, Romans, Corinthians, so many. It's such a great, uh, such a great read for Paul. And like I said, he did not back down no matter how much he was being tortured, whipped, jailed. He would not back down from the message that he gave. He's an inspiration to us, to everyone, and especially in the time that we are going through in our own country. We don't back down from our message of life, life at all costs.